This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. So today we're going to be talking about why emotions are so complicated and hard for certain people to deal with or even kind of recognize within themselves. So the reason that I want to talk to you about this is because emotions kind of have a bad reputation with a lot of people and a lot of people consider having emotions or being emotional to be more of a negative thing or somehow represents a weakness. But the reality is, I mean, every person has emotions. It's just part of how we're made as humans. We are emotional people. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a brain thing. It's not a choice, you know. And yes, there are lots of things we can do to control our emotions and learn to manage our emotions. But every human experiences emotion and um, lives their life in a lot of ways uh, as a result of certain emotions that they feel. And that's just all of us. And so, um, you know, I don't want to give you a lesson in emotion. I think that's something that everyone knows what emotions are. But what I kind of want you to think about is how do your emotions affect your life? Um, How do you perceive emotions within yourself and within other people? Are you interacting with certain people that are in your lives based on your perception of their emotions, based on your perception of your emotions? Like, are there people that maybe you are more careful in talking to because you know if you say a certain thing, they're going to have an emotional reaction to it? Maybe you don't want to deal with that. Maybe you're uncomfortable with that. And so that, if you have that kind of concern or just, you know, awareness, then that's going to affect how you talk to someone because you're aware of their reaction. And that can be anger. You know, if you don't want to say something to someone because you're afraid they're going to get mad and yell at you or want to fight you, well, that's an emotion that they're going to experience that you are kind of um, expecting that they're going to feel or Um, just kind of anticipating it. And so um, a lot of the times when we do talk to people or we do interact with people, we make a lot of our decisions about how to interact with them based on our perception of their reaction. If I'm in the store and I'm talking to a cashier, well, I'm going to talk in a way that I feel is appropriate for the situation and is appropriate for kind of what kind of emotional reaction. So if I don't know if you go up to a cashier and you tell them that you're having a really bad day because your kid just, uh, you know, punched a teacher. Well, you're, that cashier is going to probably be a little uncomfortable about why you're sharing something personal or they're going to love the drama. You know, it depends on your perception of them. Are they going to be someone that seems really empathetic and understanding or are they kind of person that don't really seem, they seem to be quiet and not talking to anyone and you don't want to make them uncomfortable. Feeling uncomfortable, it, that's an emotion. And so if you're perceiving that they're going to be uncomfortable with this conversation, then you probably won't have that conversation. Whereas if you walk up to someone and you, you know, start talking to them about 
the weather or just something that's going on and they seem like they're interactive and they're open to this kind of communication, then you're going to keep going. You're going to keep talking because your perception is that their emotion is going to be maybe interest. You know, they're interested in the conversation. And so everything we do, we're constantly reading people and reading situations and trying to determine, do we go forward or do we stop? And there are some people that are really, really good at reading people's emotions and kind of body language and all of that. And there are some people that are not great at it and they can't tell when to stop or what they've overshared or, you know, maybe they haven't shared enough and now they're kind of just really dry in the way that they talk. And so every person is constantly measuring and gauging other people's reactions and also at the same time kind of taking note of their own feelings and their own reactions. Because if I'm really nervous or anxious about something, then that's going to affect how I talk in that moment. Um, I might talk really, really fast because I'm nervous. I might talk too much or I might not talk at all. It just depends on the person, on the experience and just personality. And so I'm bringing this to you because I think that it's really important for us to be very mindful of our own emotions and learning how to understand the emotions of the people closest to us. You won't know how the cashier at the store feels about certain things. You don't know them. So you're going to make mistakes maybe when you're dealing with people in public. That's why sometimes we just kind of fall back to norms in society and like what's appropriate to talk about with a stranger versus what's not and what's appropriate to share. Um, but when we're talking about people that we know, people in our personal lives, we have more insight, right? Like, so if I'm talking to my husband or my son or my parents I or my friends, I'm going to have a better idea of who they are. I'm more familiar with them personally. I'm going to know the kinds of things that they're comfortable with, the kinds of things they're not comfortable with. And hopefully that goes both ways, right? Well, they'll understand that if they're going to talk to me a certain, about a certain topic that's a little sensitive to me, then they'll approach it with a sensitive approach, hopefully. Um, if you have to talk to me about something that you know is going to make me upset or mad or something, then if you're a family member, you'll know how to approach that with me and, and vice versa. And so even within close relationships, we get it wrong sometimes because a lot of the times we don't think through, we don't read the situation well, we just kind of jump in and we say something because it's on our mind and we don't anticipate or take the time to really think through how that other person is going to feel. And there are some people that really don't care. Like, I don't care if this hurts your feelings. I don't care if this makes you mad. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Those are the kinds of interactions that typically don't go very well. And so anyone who you deal with or like if, if you're talking to someone about a situation you're having trouble with, most, um, whether it's a therapist or just some kind of mentor, they're going to be like, well, you probably shouldn't approached it that way because that was kind of an aggressive start. It was kind of, you know, you, you said that in a way that you was, you were kind of accusing them. So the way that you talk to people is going to, um, most likely elicit some kind of reaction, emotional reaction. Now, we're not responsible for other people's feelings. I could cuss you out. You could cuss me back. I'm not responsible for the fact that you cussed at me. I'm just responsible for the fact that I cussed at you. So if I cuss at you and then you punch me, well, 
that now you took it to the next level, right? So I can't, I'm not responsible for you, but I am responsible for myself. And if I choose to interact a certain way that makes you mad, you're still responsible for the fact that you got mad at me. You can ignore me and walk away and that will be handling it well. If you yell and cuss at me back, now you're equally guilty, right? So, um, so really being mindful of pushing people's buttons, saying things that we know will make people upset because we know them well enough, or we just breaking societal norms by saying things that are inappropriate, that's our responsibility. I am responsible for what comes out of my mouth. I am responsible for saying things in a polite way or an impolite way. Yes, I'm not responsible for the other person's reactions, but that doesn't justify that I'm being a jerk. If I'm being a jerk, I'm still responsible for that. And so I want you to think about how often you consider how your words or your actions affect other people's feelings. Are you the kind of person that cares and is empathetic and um, worry or just is considerate of how other people feel and if not I think it's something to work on I don't think everyone needs to be super sensitive and worried about emotions it's just that's not necessary some of us are more sensitive than others I happen to be a sensitive person but I'm very aware of the fact that a lot of people are not and so I can't expect everyone to react to things the way that I do that would be unrealistic but we are still, you know, it's important to be considerate. It's important to put thought into trying not to cause a problem or to elicit a reaction, emotional reaction out of someone just because we're mad and we want other people to be mad with us or we're miserable and we want them to be miserable or just lack of awareness. You know, we are all responsible for filtering what we say. Some people are great at that. Some people have a real problem with filters. They say things that later they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. That was so embarrassing or that was so rude and I didn't mean for it to sound as rude as it did or, or you know, any example. But I'm saying this to you because I want you to be mindful that your words have an effect on other people. Your actions have an effect on other people. And then, you know, if you're on the receiving end of that, you have to be mindful of how you take things and how you react and how you are emotion, emoting, you know, showing your emotions to things when people treat you a certain way. And then all of us, whether you're the speaker or the receiver of that, we all have to be mindful of our own feelings. And even deeper than that, I think a lot of us have to spend time understanding why certain things make us mad or sad or trigger some kind of a reaction in us because usually there's a deeper reason, there's an insecurity or a hurt that lies somewhere beyond just the surface level emotion. And understanding that, taking the time to really kind of get to know that part about you can really help you react differently in the future if something like that comes up. So if I get my feelings hurt about something that's said to me, it would probably be a good idea for me at some point to consider like, why did that hurt my feelings so much? Why did that make me feel bad about myself? Is it because of what they said or is it because of how I perceive myself? Is it because of an insecurity that I might have? And typically it's going to be because of something in me because you've, you'll find people who you could say whatever you want to them and it doesn't phase them because they're confident and they know that the person saying it to them is, is angry and just trying to hurt them. So they're not going to fall for that. They're not going to, give in and, and, and be hurt because they know it's not a real insult. It's an insult that's coming from an angry person whose goal is to win by hurting you 
you don't let them hurt you, then they don't win, you know. So we are responsible for that. We should learn to understand why our negative reactions are what they are, or our negative emotions are what they are. Um, And I think the more we know about ourselves, the more we understand, not only can we regulate our reactions more and our emotions, but we also get more control over ourselves. That that self-regulation leads to self-control. And we all, who doesn't want to be more in control of themselves? Like that's just a great thing for everyone to pick and choose when to show certain emotions or when to react a certain way versus feeling like it's just an automatic impulsive reaction. You have no control over it. That's awful. It's awful to be in a position where you want to be strong, but you just cry or you want to be calm, but you yell. That doesn't feel good. And no one's perfect. No one's a robot, but we do all have the ability to learn to understand and learn to regulate our emotions. You know, one of the things that people um, struggle with is the fact that you can have two opposing emotions or feelings at the same time. You know, you can be sad about something, but then also excited about it at the same time. So like, for example, if you are coming out of a marriage, let's say you're in the process of getting a divorce or you just got divorced, you can feel really sad and be experiencing grief and loss related to the end of the marriage and related to the divorce, but you can simultaneously be feeling excited and hopeful for the future because you're out of this bad situation or situation that wasn't very good for you. And now you get a fresh start to really pursue um, you know, a healthier way of living your life or hopefulness for a relationship in the future that might be a better fit for you. So right there in the same time, you can be having this conflict within yourself where you feel a negative emotion and a positive emotion at the exact same time. And that's confusing and complicated for so many people because there's sometimes guilt that comes with feeling one way or or another. Like if, let's say you were the person to initiate the divorce and it's really the best decision and you wouldn't have made a different decision, well, if you feel sad about it, you might feel bad. Like, why do I feel sad? I feel guilty for feeling sad. This is what I wanted all along. Um, Or if it's something that you didn't want, let's say, um, you know, the loss of a, of a, um, a friend, like someone who's not friends with you anymore, or even if you didn't want the divorce, like going back to that example, and you still feel excitement about maybe a next chapter that's different, people, you know, you might feel really guilty for feeling happy because you should feel sad. You didn't want the divorce, whatever. So all that to say, emotions are complicated. Feelings are complicated. They weren't meant to be simple. They're never simple. And sometimes things can be simpler. Certain feelings can be pretty clear, black and white, but a lot of the time, They're complicated and they can be messy. And so I want you to consider the fact that if you have, um, if your personality is one that generally has messy emotions, that's okay. It's good to learn how to manage it. It's good to learn how to control it and regulate it. And you should absolutely work on that. But don't beat yourself up because it's your kind of the base of your identity is that you're an emotional person. Um, that's something that I've had to work on. I am and will always be a sensitive person that it's never going to change. I have gotten a whole lot stronger and a whole lot tougher and I can deal with things that I would make me cry super quickly in the past that now it doesn't really bother me. 
But just because I've learned to manage that and understand my emotions and be tougher doesn't mean I'm not a sensitive person. I will always be one, and I'm okay with that. I, I own that. I'm proud of that. I think it, it um, contributes heavily to who I am as a person that, that I'm sensitive. Um, but working on it is super important. I just got to the point where I got really annoyed with being so emotional all the time and so sensitive. So that was a decision that I made years ago that, you know, if it bothers me that much, let me do something about it. And so I really started digging in and understanding why I was so sensitive and then just practicing and getting stronger. And then just time and age and experience and life just helps too. But if you're the kind of person um, that typically pretty controlled but then something will happen in your life and all of a sudden you're really emotional and you don't understand why you're so sensitive or why you cry as much as you do or why you get mad as much as you do or whatever then that is something that you need to pause and look at because there's a reason that you're having these reactions whether it's a situational thing like experiencing a death or a loss or something um that that event or that situation could be causing your emotional um, irregularity, right? Where all of a sudden, or here recently, you've been experiencing these kinds of emotions. So instead of being frustrated or just kind of annoyed with yourself for how you are reacting, stop and explore that. Figure out what's going on and then try to work through it, um, whether it's through therapy or some other method where you're really, really trying to understand and heal from whatever it is that's going on. Some people go through emotional um, turbulence because they're going through a medical issue. Maybe you are sick now or you have pain or you're going through some hormonal changes. Other things can affect why you are not managing emotions very well or why you are more emotional. But that's where we say, you know, you come at something from a kind of a holistic perspective. It's not just one thing. Sometimes it's one very obvious thing like a death. And other times it's a combination. It's, you know, stress about this and stress about this and loss here, or worry here, and then hormones here. Like you can have so many things going on at once that all together just lowers your ability to deal with life and, and just you're more emotional and more sensitive. And that's just, that's just part of living, right? Most people don't go through the entirety of their life with no stress and no struggle. And when we have stress, we will experience certain emotions as a result of that, whether it's sadness, anger, worry, embarrassment, name it. You know, there's a bunch of, of, of feelings that can come from stress. Um, and I think that's just something that if you can acknowledge that every person goes through some version of that at some point or constantly throughout their lives, if you realize that that's just normal and that you are going to go through that, then Maybe you won't get stuck in the feeling it part and you can move on to the what do I do about it part. You know, how do I address this? Is it something that I just need to wait out or is it something that I need to go get support about or I need to talk to someone about it or I need to go to the doctor and get some, you know, blood work to see if there's something going on, whatever. Um, but the point is, don't wait. Don't put it off. Don't be um, neglectful of yourself. If something seems unusual for you, whether that's emotionally or physically or whatever, Go do the work to figure out what it could be. The solution could be super easy or it could be more complicated. But knowing is definitely better than not knowing because if you know, then you can pursue a solution. Um, and also the people in your life, like let's say you are going through something that you don't understand and all of a sudden you're very emotional. 
that's going to affect the people in your lives. You know, the people in your family or your home or your friends are going to be very aware of the fact that maybe you're mad all the time or you're snappy or you're crying a lot. And yes, that's affecting you. It's not something they're going through, but they are absolutely impacted by it. And if we want to be in social relationships with others, then we should also be mindful of how our behavior and our emotions affect other people. So if you're going through something that is, Um, visible and noticeable and affecting other people in your life part of it is not just you owe it to yourself to get better but you also should be mindful of doing these things so that other people aren't having to go through it because if you are going through let's say a really depressed state and you're sad and you're you're really really low all the time well that's going to affect and rub off on people around you and they're not going to feel good about themselves or about being around you and so you just want to make sure that you're mindful of it you know, get it checked out, not just for you, but for other people too. So all that to say, emotions are messy and complicated sometimes, but every single person goes through them. I really want you to be more mindful of how you feel about things and um, just be aware that your emotions can be affecting a lot of other things in your lives, your relationships, your friendships, your work. You know, if you're super stressed or angry about something, it's going to roll over into another part of your life. It's just part of living a kind of a big picture. It's very rarely does one stress in one part of your life stay in that part of your life. It will spill over and it will affect other things. And if you are not okay in one big part of your life, like let's say you're Um, your job, if you're unhappy in your job where you spend hours of your day and your week, then of course you're going to feel an impact on your marriage or your relationship with your children or your relationship with your friends or your health or your sleep because that's just part of how it goes. You cannot isolate parts of your life. You are a human being. That whole being part, every part, if you're in pain in your head, well, you can't function and read a book or, you know, or ride a bike. Like you have to recognize that when something is wrong in one aspect of our lives, it will impact other aspects of our lives. So don't ignore stuff. Don't write it off as just, well, I need to just toughen up and get over it. Yeah, sometimes we do. Sometimes we just need to suck it up and stop feeling sorry for ourselves. But a lot of the times you can give it five extra minutes to really figure it out. And being able sometimes to just talk it out with a friend or, or someone close to you and saying, I'm annoyed because of this, that might be all you need. Getting it out, airing it out, getting it off your chest and just hearing it out loud and knowing that it's not something you're carrying around spiraling in your head, that can be all the relief that you need to move on. Sometimes it takes more than that. Sometimes you need actual therapy or some other kind of solution to a problem. Maybe there's an issue you need to actually go and resolve. But it's all part of your whole life. If you're struggling in one area, you will struggle in another. So I'm going to wrap up there. I hope this gives you something to think about and to work on. And I will see you next time. Have a good week. Bye.